anyone out there feeling drained, feeling like you don't have any motivation left, like momentum has completely stopped? I get it. And I'm feeling the same way. So I wanted to dedicate this episode to the very things that I do when I'm feeling that way. And you'll actually see the difference by the end of the episode of how different the small things I'm going to show you affected this very episode. I'm Priscilla Pfeiffer, and welcome to Spark Your Inner Fire, a podcast for artists, performers, and closet creatives. You bring a lighter, and I'll bring the fuel. It's time to spark your inner fire. Have you ever been in a situation where you're trying to wait for inspiration to strike, and it's just not happening? Well, I'm kind of there right now. Um, it's Wednesday, and usually I have my podcast scheduled out, you know, a week at a time, or even weeks ahead of time that I've uh, batched out ready to publish. But today it's Wednesday and I publish every Wednesday and I don't have any inspiration right now. Um, and I think it's primarily because I have a lot on my mind, you know, many of us do with so many things going on in the world right now. Uh, tomorrow, my husband and I are going to a march for Operation Underground Railroad for World Day Against Trafficking. So they're doing a march and um, we're going to go participate in it. You know, I've been following Operation Underground Railroad and supporting them for, for many years now. And so I definitely wanted to go out and support them. And we watched the Operation Underground Railroad um, documentary that came out. It's on Amazon Prime. And uh, that just, please go watch that if you have a chance. It's Operation Toussaint, Toussaint? I, I can't pronounce it correctly. But it really paints a picture of the things that are going on. And man, it's, <laughs> I really have, you, I really have nothing to complain about when you see the things that are happening to these children. And it's, it's can be pretty draining. You know, you see everything back to back. It's just so much, so much is going on right now. So many things have been going on, but we're just now talking about them. So here I am trying to figure out something motivating, something inspiration to talk about, and I'm just fully drained from what's going on. Have you been there? Have you been there this year? Man, it's been crazy. So while I'm feeling this way, I wanted to jump on anyway and sort of give an example of what to do when you're in that state because you're not always given the luxury of going to open up a Ben and Jerry's and watching Netflix, you know? Sometimes you've got to take action anyway. You've got to still work. You've got to still, you know, take your responsibilities regardless of what's going on around you. So I wanted to take this opportunity to show you some things that I do when I'm feeling this way to turn it around and take that action regardless. Now, when it comes to creativity, especially, you know, many creatives wait for inspiration to strike, like I was talking about earlier. But training that creative muscle to take action, even when you're not feeling it, actually conditions your mind to be more creative on demand, on command, which is amazing. The problem is, is by seeking out motivation first, you're pretty much putting the cart before the horse because motivation works best when it comes after the action, after the action has already begun. So you do this by taking action, by moving. And one of the biggest things I've learned uh, from Tony Robbins actually is physiology first. So you change the state you're in your body, you get your body moving, get your blood flowing, and then that's going to get your mind going. So my favorite way to do this is if I, if I need to do something really quickly, I do 10 push-ups. 
10, 20 push-ups just really quick, get my body going. Now, if I've got a couple of minutes, a couple more minutes, then what I do is I turn on my favorite song and I start dancing, which if you don't know by now is my favorite way to get my mind engaged and get myself into state. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to actually show you, I want you to listen to the last couple minutes I've been speaking. Uh, I didn't get myself into state first, and I want you to see the difference. I, I don't even know if there's going to be a difference, but I imagine there will be. I'm going to pause the recording right now, and I'm going to go get myself into state. I'm going to move my body. I'm going to start dancing, and I'm going to come back and continue the rest of this episode. Do to do. Well, I'm back now. Uh, I don't know if this sounds different, but you can tell me. I just finished dancing, and um, we'll see if my voice sounds different just after three minutes of dancing. You know, it's interesting too because I was thinking about this as I was dancing for this episode. If you're a dancer, you know that after you do a show, it's extremely difficult to, to go to sleep. You know, we we have a nighttime show and then we go home and we're we're wired, right? We're flipping wired. And if you're a dancer, you also know that you don't always feel like dancing. But it's part of the job, right? You you come in, you know what you got to do. It doesn't matter how you're feeling. You got to do the show. Just like any job. You got to do your job, right? And with dancers, you know, you've got to expel so much energy. You've got to like artificially create it, right? And oftentimes dancers have, you know, kind of, you, you may call it rituals, you may call it just kind of things that get your body engaged to get yourself going, to get into that like dance mode. And sometimes they're unconscious, but they're definitely things that trigger our minds to take the action, to start going, right? You even see like baseball players and stuff like that. They've got like little things like, I don't know, pulling on their left earlobe or different things that tell their body it's time to go, right? So we do this without even realizing it, yet oftentimes we don't take it advantage, full advantage of this artificial way of producing energy in our body. And even if you're not a dancer, you can take this playbook that we don't even realize we're using half the time to artificially create it. So start by doing something, anything. I mean, I recommend moving your body Anything itself that inspires motion is going to help take that action. So you don't wait until your body feels energetic. You don't wait, I don't have the energy for that right now. Well, of course you don't because you're not putting yourself in that state, right? Like you've got to, that comes first, the decision to put yourself in the energetic state and then the momentum and the energy will come afterwards. Try it out. Don't believe me? Go try it out. I promise you. And if nothing else, I don't know. This was a little experiment to see how this recording is going to sound. But you tell me. Did I sound any different after moving my body for a couple minutes? If I had a guess, I'm going to say it did. It probably sounded majorly different. I feel differently recording this right now than I did in the beginning of this episode. So motivation works best when it comes after the action has already started. And also by using the momentum of a project that you're already engaged in. So maybe you've, maybe you've got a project that you kind of put aside or you haven't finished yet or you got stuck in perfectionism, right? With, then you can get one of those projects and you're able to use your current forward motion of the momentum you just made to engage in that thing. And that will encourage you to keep going. So have you ever heard the analogy of the moving the donkey forward? It's like the difference between the carrot and the stick. 
Okay, so donkeys are very stubborn creatures and you have two choices. One is to use a stick. And then in this case, the stick is the old way of motivating ourselves where we try to force ourselves into action by throwing a lot of, you must do this now or shoulds. You should on yourself. Stop shitting on yourself. <laughs> you must do this now statements at ourselves. But in starting the action first, we now switch over to the carrot or the reward. Sounds a lot more enticing, huh? So this method of motivation is much more positive because you're looking at the fact that you're already doing something that you started and you're keeping yourself on track to that. And the key to this is celebrating every single little victory. Doesn't matter how small. If you're writing a book and you finished a page, you celebrate. You celebrate, you jump up and down, you say, yes, you get it in your body, you reward yourself. I don't understand this concept of people waiting till the, the project is finished to celebrate, especially as creatives, especially as artists, because our work is never really complete. There's always something that can be added, right? There's always something that could be more. And that's awesome. Keep adding, keep growing. But the idea that we're not going to celebrate until that time means you're never going to celebrate and you're never going to be proud of the accomplishments that you've completed every step along the way. So if you're implementing that and making sure you're celebrating your victories, even the small ones, then you're using the carrot analogy to move the donkey forward. That darn stubborn donkey. <laughs> So you'll be thinking, hooray, hooray for you. Look at how much you've gotten done today. Let's see how much more you can do. It'll be so much more motivating in that sense to push you forward with how much more you're going to want to have those feelings of victory and completion. And the problem is sometimes action alone isn't going to do it. And we're still forcing ourselves along. And that's where the second method comes into play, which is act as if. And the idea of act as if is to act like you're already motivated. You're already feeling motivated and amazingly motivated, okay? <laughs> it's it's kind of like making yourself smile when you're not happy. Only to find out that once you're smiling, that you're feeling happier. Try it right now. Try it right now. Smile. Start laughing, even if it's fake. Start fake laughing. And tell me, Tell me you don't start feeling a sliver of happiness. Me and my husband have tried this before. We'll look at each other and we'll, we've, we start fake laughing and then we just bust out laughing. We could just look at each other and have these, these moments that completely switch around the emotion, the feelings. It can turn around anger. It could turn around any sort of discomfort that's going on. So try it and do one more test for me. I want you to... Put your body in the state it would be when it's sad, when it's depressed, when it's in a low state. Do it right now. Now, take note, where are your shoulders? Do they go down? Where's your head? Is it down or up? How is your breathing? Is it shallow? Now, right now, get into a different state. I want you to pretend that you're happy, that you're excited, that you're you're super excited. You're about to do something exciting. How is your body now? Is your, is your head up or down? Is your, are your shoulders up or down? How is your breathing? And how do you feel? Put a smile on your face 
and put yourself in the state of how you would be when you're happy. Don't wait for outside circumstances to to make you who you are. Man, if you're allowing everything around us to, to motivate how you're feeling, then you've put them, you've put other people in the driving seat of your emotions. Repeat after me. I control my emotions. My emotions don't control me. I control my emotions. My emotions don't control me. Put yourself in the driver's seat because you have the ability to change your motivation and change your energy on command. And it's amazing. We start practicing it over and over and you capture, wow, okay, that's what's happening right now. I'm not going to let it happen. And I'm going to put myself in a positive state. I'm going to put myself in a happy state and you will go there automatically. But in order for it to work, you have to work. So like I was telling you in the last episode, how I recognize the negative thoughts I'm having and then I I snap out of it or I snap my wrist, recognizing when you're allowing other people to motivate how you're feeling, catching it and switching it so you have control will give you the clarity and the power to change it whenever you want. You have control of your emotions. You have control of your state of mind. You allow what comes in and out of your mind. Jim Rohn said, every day, stand guard at the door of your mind. Stand guard at the door of your mind. That means you have the power to dictate what you're going to allow inside your mind and what you're going to allow that emotion to do and what you're going to allow that to dictate your feelings with. When you're feeling down, when you're feeling unmotivated, when you're feeling like you don't have energy, move your body, physiology first, start dancing Start taking action. Use momentum of something you've already started on and keep going. Celebrate your victories and act as if you're already feeling the way you want to feel. And these tools will help you when you're not feeling inspired because it's hard to be inspired right now. It it can be really difficult to be inspired with the way our world is right now. But remember that action is the key. Physiology first. Act as if, and the motivation will follow. And you'll be amazed at the difference. So make the decision to start noticing and recognizing when those things happen and switch it around. It's Priscilla Pfeiffer. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please subscribe, leave a comment so I can reach more people like you. And go to sparkyourinnerfire.com. I have a special gift for you. Go check it out.